Hey, this is Thomas Q. Jones, former UVA All-American running back, and you're listening to The Jerry Ratcliffe Show. Wahoo-wah. Welcome to another edition of The Jerry Ratcliffe Show podcast. Soloing it today without my uh, cohort, Chris Graham, who's tied up. And um, we'd like to continue our series with UVA ortho doctors uh, that we've had for the last couple of years who are not only uh, great doctors and uh, Hill at UVA athletes and are the community at large, but these guys are avid sports fans too. And, and uh, obviously UVA sports fans, because that's where they work. But um, some of them grew up in the family as, as like did our next guest, who's no stranger to our podcast, talking about Dr. Winston Guathme of UVA Ortho. Welcome, Winston. Thank you, Jerry. Always happy to be here. And just to, just to speak to your comment, yeah, I've been a UVA fan my whole life. And being a doctor for the team is really, for us, it's, you know, how, you know, being a doctor and being a fan, these are two separate roles we have in the program. And so trying to separate those is always important for us. But at first, first and foremost, to carry the athlete is kind of at our, our number one priority. And then if we can win along the way, that helps out a lot. Yeah, no question. No question. We um, we had your cohort, uh, Dr. David Deduck, on earlier this week. He gave us a guided tour of your new facility, which is in your uh, the background of your Zoom screen there. Uh, fabulous place. I'm sure you're delighted with uh, the results of how that building turned out. Yeah, we're thrilled to be here. It's like having new facilities. You know, there's always this arms race in sports, you know, with locker rooms and training facilities and things like that. You know, orthopedics, it's, it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's, it's the same thing, but there, there's some similarities because we're trying to recruit the best and brightest physicians, the best and brightest trainees, also trying to show patients that we have the top line stuff. And so our new building is, is top of the line. We have everything in one, under one roof, which I think is, for me, it's nice because, you know, a patient can come in for a clinic visit, have their surgery and their therapy all in the same place, MRI, you know, you name it, it's all there. It's like, it's like a one-stop shop. It's like a Disney World for orthopedic surgery. So it's, it's really great. Yeah. Well, even in the arms race for the athletes, uh, I'm sure the coaches probably bring it up to them that, Hey, if you do get injured, uh, we've got the best care that you can get. Uh, one of the greatest facilities in the country, state of the art, one of the three largest in the country, I think David said the other day. So uh, I'm sure that's also a selling point to their mamas and daddies. <laughs> yeah. And we're right down the street too. So from, you know, from my office to, you know, to the football training grounds, McHugh is less than a mile. It takes us about three minutes to get there. So we've had athletes, you know, injure themselves in the field and have an x-ray within eight minutes because they can just kind of roll on over there ready for them. So it, uh, it's not on the actual sports premises. And I think it's probably a good thing. It's nice to have some separation. I know that Carlos got some big plans for the sports complex over there, but we're so close that um, it ends up being basically, you know, the same neighborhood. We're basically right down the street, your neighborhood orthopedist. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, uh, many of us went over to the George Welsh indoor facility today and met with the Virginia football staff for some preseason interviews and uh, I got more stories out of there in a couple hours than, uh, than I can write. So it's, I'm going to yeah. be busy the next couple of weeks. 
as I'm <laughs> sure you guys are gearing up for training camp right around the corner. Um, just uh, talk a little bit about your give and take with Tony Elliott and his new staff, for the most part new. And well, Tony, uh, training yeah. camp coming up. <clears throat> well, Tony, you know, he hit the ground running as soon as he got here. And unlike, you know, some other, you know, some other coaches in the past, you know, he, he wanted to meet with the medical staff within the first two weeks of being there. He just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page as far as how these athletes are being treated. And so he sat down with myself, uh, Dr. Brockmeyer, Dr. Dedock, Dr. Chabra, Dr. Park, those who take care of the team and just kind of laid out his, his vision for the program. And, and like, as somebody who loves organization and who loves leadership, you know, I, we were, I mean, all five of us in that room were just stunned by just the level of um, preparation he's bringing to this job and kind of how he knows who he is and who our program is and who he wants us to be. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been impressed um, as far as what he's done so far. Very impressive guy uh, in all facets uh, on the field and off the field. Uh, the more I get to know him, the more I like him. And uh, I know sports writers are supposed to be unbiased and uh, neutral and not be uh, cozy with coaches, but it's hard not to like Tony Elliott. He's, <laughs> he's just a dream come true. Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, I ran into him at the, one of the UVA baseball games. Yeah, he, he was there with his kids. He's got two boys, um, the two boys, and his wife was there. And they were docked, headed to orange and blue UVA gear. Their kids had pretzels and ice cream cones, and they were just taking it all in. And the guy's a fan of of the of, of UVA. He's a fan of the culture. Um, he's you know his kid just his whole he just he 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 dove in. You know he didn't he didn't test you know put his pinky toe in to see if the water was the right temperature. He jumped in full speed, and so uh, you kind of know that he's invested in this job and invested in making UVA the best possible place can be for our football team. He has a saying he has used with us a couple of times in media. You're either one foot in or two feet in. He's two feet and belly and shoulders yeah. and everything else. <laughs> yeah. He's all yeah, in. Just, yeah, I hope I hope that it uh translates to the performance in the field, but I certainly think it will, you know. You know, getting getting Brandon to come back and all those wide receivers we have. We've got we have a lot of good players coming back, and I think our roster is is ACC caliber and it's ready to ready to roll. I hope to I hope we can turn some heads this season. Yeah, I, I think they will. And I, you know, they went six and six last year, which I think was a little bit of a disappointment after six and two start. But I think um there, like you said, there's so many really good players coming back. Some other guys who didn't enjoy great seasons but have a, another year under the belt. And um I think or maybe will be more fundamentally sound this time around than they were a year ago. So, and with the schedule they have, which I think sets up great, probably better than any Virginia schedule I can think of in recent time. Yeah. I think they have a chance to really do something special if, if they can just play a little bit of defense and block a little bit, I think, uh, I think they could be really good. Yeah. The offensive line, you know, we had a, veteran group last year and now we have a I mean I can't hardly name a player on the offensive line right now which is always a concern going into a season so you know Brennan's going to be running around back there a little bit but if anybody can do it uh, that he is about as uh, shifty as they come and he's got he's got quite an arm and just quite a he's got moxie I think that's what we call it and he's just got he has what it uh, you can't put your finger on it but he's got it 
Yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's a fiery guy and uh, uh, yeah, a, a good leader, and I think I think that resonates well throughout the whole team. I think uh, we overlooked a little bit, Jerry. I mean, I know the preseason people. You know, he didn't. Even get, he he's not in the you know in the mix for ACC first team quarterback, and Dontavian wasn't named. I mean, the guy was practically all American last year. You know, what else he had to do to get on the ACC preseason football team uh, from UVA? I don't know, but I think we I think we're going to have some hopefully a high octane offense that uh, similar to what we had last year. Just the defense can stop some people. Be nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Dontavian being left off that team was sinful uh, he was one of the guys nominated for the maxwell award i saw uh, that and uh, yeah that's some of the elite receivers in the in the country he led the nation in big catches last year and um if my memory serves he had two uh of the top 10 sports center plays of the week throughout the season in terms of catches yep some of those other guys didn't uh <laughs> So I don't know. It's a mystery to me how they got left off of that first team, but it'll just give him more motivation headed into the season. But let's switch gears a little bit to women's basketball. It's been a little bit off the radar in recent weeks, but Coach Mox uh, was blazing a hot trail there in, in the spring, uh, Winston, with some recruits and transfers she brought in. Un unbelievable. I know uh, – I don't know if we can mention the one kid um, – I guess we can. They they can't, but I don't think they can yet because I don't know if she has signed yet. Olivia, Olivia McGee from Louisa. But uh, I, you and I can talk about her because we're not uh, part of the basketball program. Well, uh, just to kind of give you some perspective, I've been the team doctor for women's basketball for the past nine years. This is uh, my tenth year this season, so I've seen some ups and downs, mostly downs recently. You know, we've had a rocky road of, of late. Um, and one thing that coach Mox brings um, just like, just like coach Elliot is, is, is passion enthusiasm for our program. Uh, another woman who jumped in with both feet uh, orange and blue all the way. She's got a young, she's got a young family as well. And, and uh, I met her within one or two days of her arrival. Um, and again, just blown away by, by the passion she's bringing and, and the recruiting, I think it's coming because of the passion she's bringing. She's bringing local, local women to UVA. If you think about it, Samantha Burnell grew up, you know, within 20 miles of JPJ. She was at, I remember, you know, eight years ago, nine years, or, you know, when I was, she was a 10, 12 year old girl at every single basketball game. Um, and just soaking it up to get Sam Burnell into orange and blue is awesome. And then Olivia, you know, another local girl from Louisa, who's, uh, I think she's playing basketball down in Florida right now, but, you know, yeah. her, she's coming home too. So if we can just kind of tie up some local talent, there's some, just, there's a lot of talent in this region. So if we can just tie that up, I think we'll be in good shape. I agree. And uh, Samantha, who went on to Notre Dame, I, I think she would have probably have come here had the program been in better shape when she graduated from uh, William Monroe High School. But uh, had a fantastic freshman year up there. I think she got injured a little bit and uh, affected her career a little bit. But I think she's going to be a great addition to the program. And uh, Olivia, who I think she's at IMG Academy down in Florida, um, I think she's a 
four-star recruit and I'd be surprised if she isn't a five-star by the time things are done, but uh, that's not the kind of players that they've been getting. So that's uh, that's a big feather in Coach Mox's cap to bringing not only two really great recruits in, but two local recruits that are going to stir up fan interest, I believe, just uh, locally, if, if not regionally. Yeah, I think it reflects a paradigm shift from what we've seen in the past three or four years. Just when we were bringing in transfers and trying to basically patch together a, a, a roster that could compete, and the rosters just weren't competing. We had some talented girls. We couldn't put it all together for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, the crowd, you know, the crowds were dwindling even before, even before the pandemic came around, you know, the, the enthusiasm had been lost, but, you know, I feel like there's a different tide, the tide has turned and I can't wait to, for the first game in JPJ this fall. Um, you know, and again, Samantha is such an ambassador for the program. I mean, she'll bring people just because of who she is, you know. Um, and if you have that kind of leadership, it's going to bring others. And so you know, UVA, when I was a kid, you know, this is the eighties and nineties, you know, this, this is a powerhouse team. It was UVA and Tennessee. And I mean, we predated UConn as far as being the, you know, we had Don Steely and we had, you know, final fours and, you know, the bird sisters and Wendy Palmer, and then just fell off a cliff. Um, and there's no reason to think UVA women's basketball can't be at the same level as our men's program. Um, which has obviously been so great the last 10 years. So I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun. And if you look at the numbers, you know, women's basketball, I think is, I think th third or fourth, as far as there's popularity amongst, you know, fan bases and NIL money and those types of things. And, and, you know, if we are flagship women's program here. Yeah, I would agree. I, I covered uh, those teams back when they went to three final fours in a row. Uh, Knoxville, New Orleans, and Los Angeles. And, Probably should have won at least one of those national titles. And yeah. Maybe two. But uh, that was a heck of a team. And Don Staley is still, to me, the the face of women's basketball in this country, not, not just because of the way she played here, uh, a product of the playgrounds in Philadelphia where she played against guys growing up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the way she carried herself, as an Olympian, uh, not only as a player, but as a coach. Well, one year she college uh, coached, uh, I guess she was a player coach in the NBA and still coaching uh, yeah. in college or something. It was just, uh, I don't know how she did it, but she's done it all. Obviously, what she's done in South Carolina is just amazing. But um, yeah, there's no reason they can't reach those heights again with the right person. And uh, Coach Mox, you talk about Moxie. I don't know if that's yeah. where she got that name, but she certainly has a lot of it. I, she's, she's gotten two uh, kids out of uh, high school kids out of Missouri with incredible high school careers yep. that are on their way here at some point. Um, I think maybe uh -huh. one fall and one the following year, but she, uh, she man, she, she knows how to go after recruits. That's for sure. Well, I mean, I, I think it's infectious, the enthusiasm. If you, you want to play for a coach who, who who has that kind of passion, I mean, her entire staff as well. I mean, I've, I've met most of her staff, and they really do just have a passion for this game and for this program and, and for developing women. You know, it's, again, Elliot and Mox and shoot all of our coaches at UVA, it's not necessarily the bottom line. It's not necessarily the wins and losses, development of 18-year-old of, of kids into adults. And 
I think it's why a lot of parents trust their kids and their coaching staffs. And I think it's going to go a long way for women's basketball too. Yeah. You look, you look at their coaching roster at UVA um, up and down the list. Uh, it's an incredible collection of coaches that, that yep. like you said, share a lot of those common um, characteristics and, and they're all passionate for sure. Well, that's why it's fun being a doctor for these teams is because, you know, you know, you've got buy-in from the staff, from the coaches, and, and you know that their, their number one priority is, is, again, not the wins and losses. It's the health of their players and the livelihood of their players. You know, it, it's not about, you know, it's, it's, about their, it's about their kids, really. And so I, I do think that that investment in, in the program and investment in kind of what we're trying to do is is uh is going to reap benefit uh, dividends for everybody yeah i agree and um hopefully uh the acc will stay intact and we'll <laughs> <laughs> who knows man we'll have virginia uh, as one of the leaders in the conference in all those sports for years to come but like you said who knows it's crazy well, other- they're getting crazier all the time my other team, I take care of James Madison University, and we've just moved to the Sun Belt. And I got to figure out where all these other schools are going down to like Appalachian State and, and Alabama. Like we're going all over the place. We've never been to these places before. She, we're picked to be sixth in the league, which, you know, we, we've, we've won like the last like five or six CAAs. I hope the fan base is ready to be number six in our own league. We'll see if they like the move yet. Yeah, that's a good point. You'll you'll be finding all kinds of new uh, dining dining establishments. Yeah, no kidding. To share with us. Uh, yeah, about your travels. <laughs> well, great. All right. Well, Winston, thank you for your time and taking some time out of your schedule. I know you're a busy guy over there, about to get busier, mm-hmm. and uh, sharing your knowledge with us. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll have you back soon. My pleasure, Jerry. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. All righty.